At a time when information continues to come at us faster and faster, sometimes you need to hit pause and rewind. NPR's Throughline takes you back in time to the source of the news stories filling your feed. Find NPR's Throughline wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, listeners. I'm Joanne Griffith, Chief Content Officer at APM Studios, home of spectacular failures. Here at APM, we love a good story. In fact, we've built our community of listeners around engaging stories and storytellers. But we also appreciate stories told by others. Today, we'd like to share with you a preview from a new podcast full of great stories we think you might enjoy. You may know Jacob Goldstein as the former host of the Planet Money podcast. Now, he's combining his expertise about the money and business worlds with his passion for technology on a brand new show called What's Your Problem? What's Your Problem is a show about people who are facing some of the biggest challenges in modern business and the problems they have to solve along the way. They're asking questions like, how do you get people to buy houses on the internet? How do you build cars that can truly drive themselves? How do you take a drone delivery business you've built in Rwanda and make it work in North Carolina? Now, these entrepreneurs and their businesses are far from failures, but just like the stories on Spectacular Failures, they will leave you with a new perspective on business. In the preview you're about to hear, Jacob chats with Ramon Van Meer, the owner of a company called Alphapore, which makes dog ramps for Dachshunds. Yes, he bought a company that makes tiny ramps that allow wiener dogs to get up and down from the couch. He bought Alphapore for $300,000 three years ago. Since then, he's sold over $30 million worth of the product. Ramon talks about a struggle many entrepreneurs are facing right now. How do you grow a niche business when a pandemic blows up your supply chain? Okay, here's a preview of Jacob and Ramon's conversation. I hope you enjoy it. You can hear more of What's Your Problem wherever you get your podcasts. So maybe just to start, can you just like off the top of your head, list a bunch of the businesses that you've started in your life? Oh, okay. Yes. <laughs> um, that's a lot. I'm Jacob Goldstein, and this is What's Your Problem? The show where we talk to entrepreneurs and engineers about the future they're going to build once they solve a few problems. My guest today is Ramon Van Meer. He's been starting companies since he got kicked out of high school in the Netherlands more than 20 years ago. A lot of companies. Um, a construction company, an online piñata website, <laughs> um, a soap opera blog, a YouTube channel, um, festivals in Vegas. What else? What else? Oh, I did an online travel company. And at the moment, Ramon runs an e-commerce company that has sold tens of millions of dollars of ramps for dachshunds, like little ramps that let wiener dogs get up and down from the couch. As it turns out, Ramon's online wiener dog ramp business is going through a lot of the same problems that lots and lots of other businesses are going through right now. We'll get to those problems in a couple minutes, but it's worth talking a little bit about how Ramon got here. He didn't start the wiener dog ramp business from scratch. A few years back, he bought an existing online wiener dog ramp company for around $300,000. 
The company was actually called Sausage Dog Central at the beginning. Uh, so they were really uh, leaning into the wiener dog market. Exactly. Yeah. The wiener dog market. And, um, but I love the idea because it really it solves an actual problem for a targeted audience. Uh-huh. So I bought this business instead of starting it. And um, the previous owners built an amazing product. But they were not internet marketers. So there was a lot of low-hanging fruit that I saw that I can, hey, I can just, you know, improve conversions or I can do X, Y, Z to increase revenue. So so it's kind of like a house that's like a nice house in a good neighborhood, but the paint's peeling off and the roof needs a patch. And so you can get a deal on it and fix it up and make it worth a lot more. And that's funny you say, because I use that same example all the time. Their website was very old, not pretty. The copy was not great. It was very difficult to navigate. It was very slow. Um, So I thought, okay, we can just redesign it for fairly cheap, hire a copywriter to make the copy and, and make better pictures. That will for sure increase the conversion rate, like more people will buy once they're on the website. And did you also change the sort of commerce kind of backbone of it, the way the actual commerce back end of the site worked? Yeah. So we switched to Shopify. To you, like I'm sure it's like Google or whatever, but most people don't know what Shopify is. And yet it's this giant force on the internet, right? Just talk for a minute about Shopify. Yeah. It's basically anyone can set up your own store and start selling products within a matter of hours. I think that is their mission, right? Uh That my mom, without knowing anything to code, could basically within a couple hours set up her own store and start selling whatever she wants to sell. And and it's giant, right? What was, there was some metric I heard recently that there were more visits to Shopify sites than to Amazon over the last quarter or something. Like, it's like certainly billions of dollars in revenue flowing through the businesses. Shopify is actually on a mission to really compete with Amazon. Uh-huh. And they're That's succeeding, why Shopify, right? Sort of shocking. They're succeeding. It's really, especially the last year, and, you know, maybe this is a good pivot into, like, the e-commerce, you know, world in the last year. How much has changed, actually, in, in the last 12 months? Yeah. Tell um, me. Yeah. Um, and what has changed? For what, most what has e- changed? Yeah. <laughs> uh, unfortunately, it has changed for the worst for a lot of um, e-commerce, including ourselves. So on one hand, the supply chain has dramatically changed and we're still in it. But because with COVID, there was a huge backlog of containers coming from overseas to a point where there were over 100 container ships stuck at sea waiting right. in front of Los Angeles ports. So that's the macro story. To... What does it mean to yeah. you? What does it mean to your dog ramp business? So that means for me and a lot of companies is that we were not able to get inventory. Or if we ever got inventory, huge delays instead of, you know, uh-huh. waiting a month. It took three to four months. But most importantly, the prices of getting our products to our warehouse uh, went up, like for us, 10x. We used to pay 2500 to get one container from Asia to uh, the United States. We got quoted 29000 That's just for shipping, to be clear. A container just full for, of, of dog ranch. Cor- correct. And there's no, I, I have to pay it. Like, yeah. I have to choose between not being able to sell something or, 
you know, just pay these fees. And that's just one. So just to be clear, this show is called What's Your Problem? And we're definitely into the what's your problem portion yes. of the interview. So what are you doing about the supply chain problem? Can you do anything about that? Yeah, so we uh, we moved our manufacturing to Mexico. Oh, interesting, um, interesting. Yeah, from Asia, so, it was in China before. Or where was mm -hmm. it before? We used China and Vietnam, okay. uh, both countries. So, okay, the supply chain problem—that's one big problem that you and like every other importer and exporter on the planet are dealing with. Um, and like a lot of other companies, you're moving production to Mexico. What else? What else do you got? What other problems are you working on? On the marketing side, we had Apple make an update to their you know operating system called the iOS 14 update, right. where it makes it more difficult for e-com or for online businesses to target um, their potential audience. Uh huh. And and just to be clear, like that was basically to make privacy settings stronger for users, right? For me, as like an iPhone user, reader of the news, what that like Apple does some update and it basically makes it easier for me to opt out of being tracked so intensely by like Facebook. But we also know that 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 iOS update from Apple it wound up costing Facebook billions of dollars in lost ad revenue because they could no longer track users like me so so intensively. And then for you, it means it's suddenly harder for you to uh, target someone who is whatever, who is a wiener dog owner and is worried about their dog's spine, you know, to target exactly the customer you want to target with your ads. What do you do about that yeah. problem? Yeah, and it's a tough problem. And everybody, a lot of e-commerce are trying to figure that out. We're looking at, you know, okay, what, where else can we put our marketing dollars? Can we do YouTube? Can we do TikTok? Can we, you know, we're all trying different things. Um, we, we are allocating some of our ad budget to influencers that's been working well for us. Okay. So like wiener we're, dog influencers? Is there like the wiener dog queen of Instagram or something who you're sponsoring now? Yeah. Like funny, like this, yeah, you have, you have no idea. How I have many no idea. Dog have, how many Instagrams about dogs are, meaning like uh -huh. dog Instagram, like uh -huh. an actual, you so know, the influencers you're sponsoring are dogs. Are you sponsor? How many dogs are you sponsoring? We're, well, we have a lot. <laughs> like, I think we're working with. We're, well, we're working with 400 influencers, and the majority of them are actually not a person, but it's actually a, a, a dog. <laughs> and um, some of them have over a million followers, wow. and it's just an account of a specific dog, you know, Ru Rudy, the dog fluencer, the wiener. Dog fluencer? Yeah. Is there one dog fluencer that's like killing it for you? That's going to save your business? No, it's, it's because it's always, it's, it does well in the beginning, but after a couple of times, right? Like their audience have seen our ads and then oh, you know, that the makes it hard. Down. Right. So right. that makes it hard. You always have to find new influencers and new, you know, um, actually, the big takeaway is pivoting actually away from ramps. The big problem with the ramps was like, okay, ramp, it's a one-time product. Sometimes a person buys another one for the bet, but there is a ceiling. There is technically going to be a day where I sold all the ramps, <laughs> all, you know, there's good, every wiener dog will have a ramp in the house, right? And then, there's, and then your business is, is finished, right? There's no more <laughs> wiener dogs to sell ramps to. You got to close up shop. Yeah. And so we are still going to sell ramps, but it actually, we 
six months ago, we really started to pivot to dog food. So dog food, the lifetime value is, is, is a metric that is used often in e-commerce. It's like the lifetime value of a dog food customer is so much higher, meaning... It's uh, thousands of dollars, right? It's a dog owner yeah. and presumably... Most people who have dogs, when their dog dies, they get another dog, right? So if I buy dog food from you and I live for another 40 years, I'm worth tens of thousands of dollars in dog food sales to you. Exactly. Versus, okay. so the, the amount of work to acquire you as a customer is more or less the same if I'm selling a ramp or I'm selling food. Uh-huh. It's a little bit more difficult in food because it's more, like it's a little bit more tricky. Yeah. But in essence, you it's like, the amount of work, I need a product, I need a website, I need a warehouse, I yeah. need, you know, customer service, I need ads. All these things are the same if I sell ramp or food. But if I do all this work and try and sell and focus more on food, the return on my time and return on investment is so much higher because, you know, you're going to keep coming back every two weeks yes. or every month. Ramon's company is called Alphapaw, and this is just part of our conversation. We didn't have time here to play you the part about how earlier in his career, he started a soap opera blog from scratch and sold it for $9 million. Also, by the way, he has still never watched a soap opera in his life. To hear the soap opera story from Ramon and lots of other great stories from other entrepreneurs and engineers, please check out my new podcast. It's called What's Your Problem? I'm Jacob Goldstein, and I really hope you will check out What's Your Problem? Like Jacob said, you can hear more stories from entrepreneurs and engineers on his new podcast, What's Your Problem? from Pushkin Industries. Listen to What's Your Problem? wherever you get podcasts. Hey, friends, Lauren here. Did you know that Spectacular Failures has a newsletter? Get out. No, we do. Each week, we'll send out behind-the-scenes extras from episodes, weekly team recommendations for things we love, a sneak preview of upcoming episodes, and other fun stuff. You can sign up now at spectacularfailures.org newsletter.